So we're looking to grow and build your list with the power of giveaways and not in the way that you might think of like buy this iPad and get a bunch of random people on your list. I mean like real solid ways to grow your list with a giveaway that you might not expect. Tune to this episode. You're listening to Email List Profit Secrets, the podcast to help you get more customers, make more per customer, and keep them coming back with the power of your email list. I'm Jules Dan, and after generating over $15 million in client results with email, I realized I didn't have the secret ingredient in my business that provides the ultimate freedom, an email list. Now, follow along as I document my journey to 1,000 buyers from my own email list, starting from absolute scratch. Hey, welcome to season two of Email List Profit Secrets. I'm joined by Derek Vidal. He's a host of Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast. He's the founder of Social Bamboo, and he's also the inventor of the Social Launch Formula. And we're here to talk about everything about building and monetizing your list. Derek, thank you so much for coming on the show, dude. I'm so excited to be here, man. Thank you for having me. So if you haven't listened back to the archives of Storytelling Secrets, Derek came on a while ago talking about Instagram and actually doing giveaways to grow your list. And now we're reconnecting about three years later so do you want to give me a quick rundown of uh just people haven't really don't really know who you are what you do in your business what you're doing right now and you know you mentioned before you're looking to do like a cool project in the works coming up yeah so uh socialbamboo.com is where you can find everything i got going on with my company so it's called social bamboo based on fast sustainable social media growth strategies bamboo is a fast and sustainable plant so and hence the name i didn't think it too much of it after that and just went with started the company right then uh but yeah so i've been going for four and a half years now the podcast has gone through a couple rebrands i i was instagram marketing secrets i believe at the time hmm. that we first connected and honestly i probably should have stayed instagram marketing secrets i think i would have grown the show a little bit quicker changing the, the name to social bamboo at that time didn't help out a ton but uh you can find me on youtube just at my name derek videl and i cover pretty much uh, all the topics in the entrepreneur space on my podcast even like sales techniques and mindset mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. really my focus is instagram and even more so how to run social media giveaways on another level so not just yeah. like the like this post tag three friends, you know, the ones that don't really do anything, but how to really grow your email list by thousands, your social media following by thousands, all in one campaign and just structuring that in a way that the uh, algorithm really likes as well as gets you actual targeted customers on your list, not just these random people who want to enter a giveaway for, you know, just for a chance to win a gift card or something. Yeah, yeah. perfect. I love it, man, because list building, most people don't talk about list building. They talk about how to write the perfect email or the autoresponder sequence or, yeah. um, you know, story selling emails. But if you don't have a list, people who are predisposed to buy, then, you know, what's the point? So do you mind sharing a little bit about not necessarily this tactics, because we can get really deep there, but we can dive in the overall strategy of what does a social media uh, giveaway look like? And why do you think it's next, next best thing since sliced bread when it comes to list growth? So I'll say so for B2C businesses, it is pretty much always the main recommended strategy for B2B businesses out there. Mm -hmm. It can be used more so if you have an Instagram following and you want to turn them into emails, it works great for, or really you have an audience anywhere and you would like to 
cross-pollinate them across your other platforms. So for instance, for, for me as a B2B business, it's funny because I can't do giveaways as much as I'd like to. I like to do the strategy that I'm teaching, right? To, yeah, yeah. to really show that I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is, but it works great for B2C businesses, for B2B, for me to do a giveaway for my coaching or consulting or agency work or whatever to people who have no idea who I am. It doesn't work to a cold audience, but for any B2C business, so products, uh, you know, I've, I've done this with candle businesses and artists and people coming out with their new clothing brands. And then right now I'm working with someone who does Yosemite backpacking trips, mm -hmm. someone who refurbishes people's dining room tables for them. Uh, kitchen supply store. I've worked with pretty much every B2C business, even like fitness coaches. And the reason why it works so well is basically mm -hmm. when you're just trying to build a list and you're trying to run Facebook or Instagram ads to it so that you can just spend money to turn it into a list and not worry about, yeah, just keep doing the next TikTok dance, right? Or trying to just go viral and, and get organic content working for you. It's really not at your command to just my post did really well, right? Like a lot mm -hmm. of you probably yeah. listening to this have been posting every day for a couple of years even, and it, who knows how it's going to do. It certainly doesn't turn into uh, a thousand emails uh, like at, at the speed you'd like it to that you could do with paid advertising. So you could run to like a free resource, right? So you could do, if you're a product-based business, let's say you're selling meditation candles and you want to give out a free resource on five ways to improve your uh the how deep your meditation is and one two three four or whatever and then tip number five is you could buy these candles right like that would be like a roundabout way to collect leads in your market that are semi-targeted mm -hmm. and then try to sell to them yeah and that can work okay but the amount of people who even finish that resource is very few right and it actually leads them to like now they're at a point where they're buying yeah maybe you'll get a lot of emails but it's it's really difficult for that 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 person is still so far away from buying meditation candles in that example that the free resources it's hard to convert them uh, at least within a week or two of getting that email just because they're so far away from the buying process with their intention right so uh, the reason why the giveaway works so well is if you give away the exact product you're trying to sell that at least creates the barrier that they have to want to own your product mm -hmm. for free. So there's a lot of people that are like, hey, I can't afford it, but yeah, I'd love it. But they at least want it, right? So like they're passing the barrier of entry, but in the regard that we would like them to most. And they're not going to enter their name and email and spend the time giving out their information to a company that they know is going to remarket to them later if they have zero interest at all. So it, it always gets a, a, a pretty targeted audience. And there's a lot of things you can do with ads to make sure that you're getting people who are really active in your market. Mm -hmm. And you can even you know, filter by income and, and other things like that to specific zip codes. So there's a lot of things I do to try to make sure that the giveaway only gets shown to people who are in my target market in the first place. I'm not trying to have it go out to anyone and everyone. I, I just want it to show up on the feeds of people who are meeting all demographic and psychographic qualifications that I'm looking for. Yeah. And basically how it works is they just do name and email on the first step and we're always just giving away the exact thing that they're trying to sell. Because if you try to do like an Amazon gift card or right. anything like that, that's how you just get random people to yeah. enter your giveaway. You're going to make it congruent with the people. offer is what you're saying. What's that? You're going to make it congruent with what you're selling in your offer. Exactly. Yeah. Because the whole thing's going to tie together. Obviously, it, it only matters if we can sell to them in the end. 
But what's great is they just do name and email on the first step. So you you get a lot of people that will just do that right away. They're not like tag three friends, follow these 30 people, all these steps you don't want to do. And then on the next page, it says, you've got one entry. We'll let you know if you want or not in a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. In the meantime, you can like our Facebook page for an extra entry. You can follow us on Instagram. You can subscribe to our YouTube. You can comment on this YouTube video and watch the whole thing. You can fill out this survey that you know, it helps us figure out where we need to go as a company with our products next. There's a lot of newer companies that really, especially if you're like a clothing company with like 30 shirts and you have no idea what the favorite one is, mm -hmm. ask them what, what shirt would you pick if you won and just get, start getting this data. Um, and there's always a viral share factor to it, which is what really helps you get a lot of leads yeah. uh, for a cheaper cost. I, I just had someone wrap up this process and they got 4,900 leads and 620 or so were from the share factor. So they only paid for like 4,300 of them. And then the other 600 came from people sharing it with their right. friends to get more entries. So yeah. uh, it just all you know expands from there. And then at the end of it, you say, all right, we've got our one winner. For the 4,000 of you who didn't win, thank you so much for playing as a consolation prize. You can get 20% off over the next week or or whatever deal you want to do. Mm -hmm. So I really like this process because anyone who's interested in your product whatsoever, you've got their email, you likely have them on multiple social media platforms, and then now we've tried to sell to them. So if they were ready to buy, then we should get that sale at the end, especially if you listen to Jules' other podcasts on how to actually sell through the email. That's where that practice comes in. And if your offer, you had your pricing wrong, your sales messaging was off, and you you just didn't really get that many sales out of it, mm -hmm. no problem. They're still on your list, and now exactly. you can try again in the future. But at least you tried to like run a sale to them, and you can use the data of this whole process but really like the worst case scenario is you get a few thousand people to enter. Uh, in the last three years, I haven't had anyone get less than a thousand entries doing this model with the Facebook and Instagram ads. So even like the fallback, if you don't get a ton of sales is you at least have a, a big targeted list built. Exactly. The big targeted list. And that's where most of the money is made on the back end and nurturing and everything else. So you yeah. said this was main primarily B2C. And then you also said that I'm not able. I'm not able to do that many giveaways with myself. So is that because you fit into the category of the B two B? B because I'm B two B in the way yeah. that I sell it because I'm selling to other businesses. But then a lot of the people, or pretty much every single one of them, is uh, a B two C offer. Is why uh, you know I help them with yeah. that. I've yeah. just been able to do the B2B for like every 100 podcast episodes. I do a giveaway for my coaching program to my audience who already knows me. And mm -hmm. then they can like subscribe to my YouTube and whatever to get extra entries. But yeah. it's, I've tried to run it on ads to people who have no idea who I am. And it, they, they don't want to like enter a giveaway for my coaching. Right. Like point of contact. Yeah. 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 So, just, so just to recap for the listener, it's like if you're B2B, Derek is saying you need a warm audience to market it to, whereas if it's B2C, it's much easier to make a congruent offer with like an experience or a product or something that they could be like, oh, I could see myself doing that. But coaching, yeah, yeah. he's tested it. Not, not as successful. There's not too much of a trust factor if you're just giving away a product. They're not like, what's the catch? You're not even going to send it. Like they're not, you know, there's not a big deal. They're like, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, you're a yoga mat. Yeah, I want a yoga mat. They're not like really looking into the logistics of everything, but like coaching, they're like, I'm going to have to give a lot of time to this. And I don't even know who this person is. I don't even know if I trust them. I don't know what I'm going to be taught. Yeah, it, right. It's just yeah, too yeah. far away from. That's very interesting. Wanting it. 
So how have you been building your list, Derek, then? The the gone question. Yeah. So I, I have multiple different resources. One resource basically brings everything in. And Mm -hmm. that resource is called how to build and monetize a following in 90 days or less. Mm -hmm. And that teaches essentially this giveaway model uh, that I I talked about, right? You want to have your free resource be right in line with the end offer that you're trying to sell. I used to do things that were like my viral posting guide. And then, all right, now that you've learned how to viral post, join my giveaway program. And it just didn't like lead them to wanting that, right? It just kind of was like, all right, I'll help you with organic marketing to show you I know what I'm doing. And then Mm -hmm. now buy my course on an unrelated thing that you don't know about. So your free resource, if you're in a B2B sense, always has to be just a condensed version of your paid course Mm -hmm. is what you're doing. And you're leading to like your phone call or a sales page for a course or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So on my YouTube channel and on my podcast, Uh, I need to do this a little bit more often. I found that having like before my podcast starts, I'll be like, hey, guys, before we start today's show, remember, you can get my free course, how to build and monetize the following 90 days or less. That's going to be better than any podcast episode you can even listen to. to. Make sure you get that uh, right now. And uh, let's get into the show, right? Like just something like that. The beginning of all my episodes. I say that at the end of the episodes. I have this as a call to action a lot. I'll post it on my story. But then I'll also sometimes make just like random resources just for like certain episodes. Like one time I did a content creation process episode Mm -hmm. where I was talking about like I do the YouTube and then that turns into the podcast and then we get the nine by 16 clips. And I was just like, let me just like quickly throw this on a PDF and then make a free resource tied to this episode that's different than the one that I keep saying over and over and over for the people that I just haven't been able to get their email from from there. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have like that one was just like a a one page PDF that just listed out like the check boxes on how to move uh, content through a a funnel and expand it out um, to Mm -hmm. being published on all the different platforms. So I'll do some random like really quick resources like that just to mix it up. Uh, I would say still 80 to 90% come through my free course. And that has been rebranded and remarketed over time. Like it used to, you know, be called many different things, but essentially was, it was either a video or it was a, a PDF or some kind of, like I've even had it where they, get course access to my actual course area where it was like it's a free course and they have to like create a login and everything and then on the sidebar was all of the other paid courses right they're locked so like they're in my free one but they could see all these like paid courses that they could unlock so i've tried it a lot of different ways um but ultimately they're all teaching the main thing that i'm i'm trying to sell in in the end so that they're actually targeted right so so was it the was it the chicken or the egg? So did you have to fix up your backend offer first that was congruent with your freebie or was it the freebie you had to fix up before it could align with your backend offer? Uh, yeah, they were both totally broken at the beginning. Uh, I was doing you know, the viral posting guide and then I was trying to sell IGM University, which is just never good to have any kind of generic sounding course. It's so much easier to sell a course on how to jump high than it is on how to play basketball. Whenever it's general information, they can always rule out that, oh, this probably exists on YouTube and I can find this for free and I don't really know what I'm buying. I don't really know if I trust this person enough that there is secret information in there. Mm -hmm. So it does have to be 
the offer in a coaching sense does have to be information that they see as something that they can't get anywhere else. If they want to learn this method, if they want to learn my giveaway method, you can't just watch every other yeah, giveaway it's your video. Proprietary method that's tested, it's gone through the ringer, all that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 They'll go, they'll see the other videos and they'll be like, like this post, tag three friends. They'll be like, this isn't like what he talked about. Like you can't learn it anywhere else. Like my free videos is as close as you'll get, uh, except mm. for the paid stuff. So it, it does have to be that to begin with. So once I changed my course from IGM university, and I just took one module out that was like on the giveaways. I was like, just like take this one module out and like expand this into like a full course. Uh, that was really necessary. And then I've tried doing it where it was just sold as videos, like for a thousand dollars, videos for seven hundred dollars, videos for four hundred dollars. Uh, I've you know, and now I do a done with you offer, which has ultimately been the best for the student, especially, which is why I work so well because yeah, most do, do, do it yourself video offers. Even when like when they're super cheap, they're they're probably not going to finish them. Even when they're expensive, you're probably not going to sell them at this point because. Mm -hmm. The entire coaching market, the, the biggest thing that has happened over the last three years that I've had to adapt my strategy to is everyone's been burned by a coach or a course that they wish they didn't buy. And you have to make sure that you're not just selling them something that's packaged up the same way as it was before. Normally 37000 now it's $1,000 for these videos, right? Like they, you can't do the same kind of sales pitch before. And it, yeah, it, it has to be... A, an offer that they really feel confident that they're mm -hmm. going to get results. And, and yeah. the way that I pitch that is you, you don't turn on these ads until I say go like, do not ever press publish on your ads until I've looked over every single little yeah. thing. We're going to talk every single week until this is good. As long as you wait for me to say, yes, you are good. This will work because I've done it over 150 times. Then you will be good. So like, I have like, you have to like have a, a level of certainty and to be able to promise yeah. people which comes from past student results and just actually being good at, yeah, at yeah. what you're doing. So Very that's true. the coaching market now. So I love this takeaway. So Derek has tested and tried. It wasn't just the front end offer. It was the back end offer. And like, how do I actually piece these together and how to make the content sell the freebie, which, and then the freebie then sells the offer. And then how do I make this offer feel so that people feel like this isn't just a bunch of videos it's yeah. like I'm getting Derek looking over my shoulder and being like, don't do that, do this. Or like, yep, you're good to go 100% certain to work for my clients, go do this. So I really love that. Um, and I want to follow up with, because this is what I want to get down into, like the understanding of what's going on and like working on the monetizing on the back end. So now you've got this all dialed in. Uh, it's, we were almost at Q3 now. I think we are in Q3 now. Yep, we're definitely in Q3 now. So what, what have been some learnings that you've come across from the last six months from monetizing from your list? Like, have, have there been some things you've made some mistakes on or has it been things you're like, oh, I could improve in this area? I'd be very curious to hear. Email marketing in particular last six months, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I have been uh, doing like a weekly broadcast. I have a lot of sequences. Like after they get my free course, they go through a whole urgency sequence of oh you can only book a call with me for the next two weeks one week like and it's funny because like there there is a, on my website a call booking link but you know they have to go through some kind of like urgency like mm -hmm. uh with it with the time uh and if you're really going to try to convert these people who like obviously are interested in learning that thing at that time so uh i i would say your sequences that uh, that 
people often to your free resources have to have a time sensitive ending to whatever offer you're trying to sell them or whatever the next part of that sales process is, whether it be a free phone call with you or you're trying to sell them like a low ticket offer. There has to be some urgency involved and um, have that sequence good. Then mm -hmm. they go into like a nurture sequence, which has like a weekly email set up where they'd get e like a weekly email for about four months. And that's been a bunch of emails over time that I've created that have just worked well. But I'm like, this is one that I could send out to someone at any time, right? It's not like mm -hmm. Instagram hashtags 2023 update. It's it's not like a time sensitive video, right? It's it's something that I feel like this is good information for them to get at any time. And a lot of those nurture sequences too, like those emails are based around uh, content that is not far off from my giveaway. And what I mean by that is maybe like in order for someone to run a giveaway with Facebook or Instagram ads, an objection that they could have is I tried to run Facebook ads before and I could not figure out all the buttons and how that works, mm -hmm. right? So the videos that they'll be getting is, hey, here's a tour through Facebook ads and I'm gonna just tell you all the buttons and, and how everything works and make make it make sense to you, right? So it'll be a lot of content like that that's not like necessarily like, hey, here's a, another video on, on how to run a giveaway. It will be like, okay, what objections must still remain? They're scared mm -hmm. of Instagram ads or they're scared of spending money, how to run ads on a low budget, you know, emails like that. Mm -hmm. um, as far as like, just like, what have I learned over the last six months? My my weekly broadcasts that I've been mostly trying to get a lot of people to engage on my YouTube, like growing on YouTube has become imperative mm -hmm. for me. Uh, my podcast audio listeners has remained a, kind of stagnant over the last year or two. It's just kind of been like gaining and losing uh, at mm -hmm. a similar rate. It's not as vertical as my growth was in, in 2019 actually so having the the youtube component has been really big so um what i've learned with sending like just a random like smaller tip i guess from email marketing to youtube videos this is actually really important if you do you don't want to do an email blast about a youtube video the day it comes out the reason why is the youtube algorithm is largely based on percentage watch time and click-through rate. So mm -hmm. the click-through rate won't have a factor here sending from your email, but the average person who's coming from email to YouTube will not be as much in a YouTube mode as someone who is already on, on YouTube, YouTube and then yeah. finds the YouTube video. So you want to give at least 24 hours of posting a video on YouTube before you email your list about it. Now, YouTube loves their algorithm, algorithm loves when you send them external traffic. Mm -hmm. So it does give it a boost there, but I like to let the video play out for 24 hours where it's just getting posted to my subscribers who are currently on the app so they can lock in a better watch time first than the people like that I caught during, you know, I checking see. all their emails and I then see. I got them to watch a minute or two and they kind of ruin that. So I like to wait for 24 hours and then email the list about it. Yeah. Okay. So, so why is uh, YouTube becoming a priority for you right now? just the the ability to find new customers and also to convert them the day they find me yeah what i found with a lot of my podcast listeners when i get them on a phone call eventually when they finally take me up on that free call is they've been listening to me for months if not even years sometimes before they ever say okay like what what could you tell me on this free call all right i'll do it but when someone goes to youtube and they type in how to run an Instagram giveaway, then they find me, then I offer them the free call. Usually that person had the intent 
that I was looking for at that time. So on podcasts, there's not as much specific search traffic. Mm -hmm. When someone's looking for a podcast, they don't, you don't see a lot of searches like how to run an Instagram giveaway on podcasts. You see Instagram or Instagram marketing or social media marketing. They're usually searching with words to find the name of a show, not the name of a specific episode. So the search intent of someone on YouTube is usually a lot more like, I need to learn this right now. So for my process of me getting a sale the same day that someone finds out about me happens through YouTube videos based around very specific search traffic more so than, than podcast. Yeah. So why is that super important to you? Is it just because you want to shorten the sales cycle? You just don't want to deal with like flaky calls, uh, you know, can you hear what's, what drives you? You, you want to always have your sales process based around, are we closing the low hanging fruit and then go up the tree from there? If I'm trying to, okay, let me just build a massive audience of a bunch of people who want to start a business someday, and then I'll teach them how to do hashtags. I'll teach them how to do their bio. They'll listen to me for a while. They're here. Here's some episodes about mindset. And then eventually I'll, I'll talk about, uh, they'll catch you know every like 50 episodes of my podcast, like 30 to 50. I have a core piece of content of what I call it, where essentially I teach the giveaway model, whether that episode was how to run an Instagram giveaway, or it was uh, five reasons why your giveaway did not work or mm -hmm. why you should not work with influencers and giveaways. And I just talk about some kind of thing around it, right? And it's more of a direct, those people, when they hear that episode, that's when I'll get more calls booked from the podcast. Otherwise, when I'm doing two episodes a week, like they can't all be about giveaways, right? They have to be about random stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the podcast search intent, like I told you, they're usually just trying to find someone general in the space. Great to find, but that is farther away than I need to learn how to run Instagram ads 2023. How do you do that? You run a giveaway, right? That person is like going to buy from me that day. Mm -hmm. They're excited about their business. They're at that phase of their business. And whenever you're selling a coaching offer, I, I do want to like talk to the B2C people out there too with my my answer here. But when you're selling a, a B2B or, or any kind of coaching offer, even if it's fitness, like if you're selling um, like a fitness coaching program, are you selling to beginner people? Are you selling to people who have been going to the gym for a while and then now they're plateauing? Like your content needs to be based around whatever point A your course is trying to sell to. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, if you're just talking about, um, if you're talking about like how, uh, when you hit a wall and and like when your your fitness has plateaued, how to break through that, right? Mm -hmm. You're probably talking to somebody who's been going to the gym for a while and everything. Like a lot of that, that's a better place for a lot of people to sell a fitness course rather than you're brand new, you don't even have a gym membership yet like trying to sell that person a course and that search traffic would probably be more like gym or home workout would be like the video that you'd find them from. So you, you just got to really know what's the point a of someone who is trying to buy my course. And then that's going to be your low hanging fruit. And then you mm -hmm. try to find them that day because if they're, they're trying to learn it that day, then hopefully they find you over the, the other videos. Otherwise like now they're buying someone else's course because they wanted to fix that problem right then and if they really want to take care of it it's not going to just sit there for months until they, they eventually find you like they're going to you know buy from the first person love it derek so i love how you covered how you do the 
the social media giveaway follow for B2C, your own version for B2V, and then how you're planning to grow and grow your list and grow your profits using YouTube. Uh, one thing I like to end ask at the end here is like, what's something you're trying to, you know, a big goal that you might be struggling or next six months? So big goal is I'm really going for like the agency side of things. Now I've been doing uh, the done with you side of coaching for a very long time. And I, I'm going to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had an entrepreneur gold rush between 2015 and 2019, uh, uh, even 2020. I'll say, yeah, I'll say till 2020. Of anyone who had it in their mind to start an online business at all, uh, ha has now tried it. And they either made it and their business is going great. And that's why there's a lot of these businesses who are just looking to hire an agency. They're like, we're doing a, a million a year. We're just trying to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. I don't want to learn your giveaway, Derek. It makes a lot of sense. But like, can you do it for our company? Because we don't have the time to learn this, right? They're, yeah. In the market right now, there's a lot of companies that are established because they made it after the entrepreneur gold rush. And then there's other people that like I, a lot of people I talk to have tried a business model and every business model has the potential to work. Amazon FBA, yep. drop works. shipping, private labeling, selling coaching packages, doing a subscription model, doing a Patreon, uh, affiliate marketing, literally all of it has the potential to work. So they they probably bought some course or they tried one of these things. And, and that's just why there's not as many people chomping at the bit to just buy anything and everything in the coaching industry. So um, my, my big struggle right now will be how do I want to transition into the done for you? Because the, those companies don't usually watch YouTube videos. Or podcasts. I, <laughs> I have to outreach to them, right? So uh, I'll tell you a way that I'm using my podcast is if I want to get in touch with the CEO, I just offer if he wants to be interviewed on my podcast. Mm -hmm. And now I can ask him how their business was made, right? And now I can make contacts like that. But I'll be doing like a lot of like little short video presentations and sending that those out to companies. So I'm definitely gonna have to hit the ground running and and get uh, comfortable taking a lot of no's, which I'm totally fine with, and refining that. And then yeah, with email marketing, my my list I probably grow like a two point two emails a day right now. So I really need to get that up more to like five or ten. And I've kept up with two podcasts a week, and most of those getting dual purpose onto YouTube, or I'll say like usually one a week is going on YouTube and then mm -hmm. two uh, a week going on the audio podcast because on YouTube, I'm trying to keep it really Instagram or social media marketing focused and not go to like sales tactics and stuff like that. Well, a lot of times it'll cover uh, on the podcast. So um, I'm just waiting for those videos to pop off, honestly, but I'm definitely improving. Click through my thumbnails and, and ju just trying to get better every day. I think really I've I've just been good at having a focus of always trying to beat my former self. And, and that's what I think a lot of entrepreneurs play the compare game. Like you were saying before we started the show of comparing like your chapter two to someone's mm -hmm. chapter 38. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people do that because of age. Like there's people way younger than me that are way farther ahead. And you can look at that as inspiring or you could look at that as demotivating. Yeah. And it really is like the the big switch because the compare game can be 
very healthy. It's not even like it's not even a, a compare game anymore. It's just like the take inspiration from this early success story, this person who found it out and and learn from them. I think when I was getting started, uh, I always viewed other YouTube channels that were bigger than me, but I didn't like their advice. I'd kind of look at it like, why? Like, why are they going viral? Like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, I made the same content. <laughs> my content's better. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, my content's better. So um, you, you really have to have that shift of, okay, well, if it is really better, then like eventually... A win out. I just got to keep improving and being better than myself. They, their video editing looks better right now. Their, their thumbnails are better. They know some things about the algorithm that I don't know, but I do know that I, I've got the content that people really need to hear, and I just need to polish my speaking and and, and just get get better. 1% so better each time, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Love it, dude. Love it, and good luck with uh, getting those CEOs on the podcast because um, it's, it's like new level, new devil. And I think that's actually a really good observation. At what point do people stop going to YouTube for advice and stop yeah. opting in? Um, yeah, that's the golden question. Hey, man, so to wrap up, have you got uh, a free resource, your course you mentioned before, um, where people can find you? And I can link it down in the show notes. Be more welcome to talk about that right now. Yeah, I'm going to send you a YouTube video right once we stop recording here for you to put in the description for people mm -hmm. that would like the visual of like, what does this giveaway look like? Because it doesn't look gimmicky whatsoever. This is very professional. The The giveaway is always happening for a specific reason, not just like the new summer giveaway. Like it, it looks very professional uh, is the first thing. So I'm going to uh, have that video for you guys to check it out. And I just walk you through like showing you a giveaway that I, I think I was like running at that time, like exactly what it looks like, the program that I use to to make it and everything. It's not like a bunch of coding knowledge that you need. And then you can see how that looks. Um, you can get my my free course. Um, that, that one is like, it's a video with illustrations. Honestly, I think I'm just like switching it, like all my traffic, just like watch this like 12 minute video and, and you'll mm -hmm. you'll know what's up by the end of it. Um, but I've been doing this process for four and a half years and I've done this over 150 times now. So I really know what a giveaway needs to look like uh, before before I know it's it's going to work and, and be compliant too with Facebook and Instagram's ad policies and all that stuff. So um, I'm your guy if you want help just doing a social media giveaway. Otherwise, I think you'll pl find plenty of value uh, on my YouTube channel for, for all the, the main social media questions that you'd have. Awesome. Derek, thank you so much for coming on, sharing all your secrets on Emailist Profit Secrets. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. So you've reached the end of the episode. Well, now what? Well, if you're interested to check out any links or resources my guest mentioned, have a look at the description down below. And for more Emailist Profit Secrets, make sure you check out JulesDan.com. It's where I've documented everything after $15 million in client results with email and they're yours for free. That's julesdan.com. Well done for making it all the way to the end of this episode. I hope you use this info to make it rain with your email list. But would you like to make it rain even more? Hey, I have something special that might be right up your alley. Uh, hey, if you're not making like at least a couple of sales or call bookings with your list each day, like you've got a high ticket offer, maybe you've got some course on the side, 
perhaps you're falling into some of these patterns that I've seen with my clients again and again with their list. And it's not your fault. Like I see this all the time. Like there's unpredictable cash flow months. It feels like rice and beans one month where it's like, oh my God. And then the next month it's really good. It's like, oh my God. And you're like popping out the champagne, you're having the caviar, like being in that position before. I've seen that before. Or maybe there's like the quarters around the corner. You need to hit targets. And you're like last minute rush promotions. And you're just trying to suck out money from the list in absolute panic. I see this. I see this all the time. Or maybe you're just like me. You're really distracted with stuff that's going with AI and this really weird economy. What do you do first to fix what's going on with your list? Like you can send you off in multiple different directions. Like what's the core problem? And I get it. Like there's so much going on right now that maybe you just don't have the bandwidth to think about it. Maybe you just don't have the bandwidth to get one nostril above water to think, how do I think more than one step ahead strategically to make it rain with my email list? Well, a lot of these problems disappear when you know exactly what to do from day zero to 90 days from now. And this is exactly what I do with all of my clients. We've had some really dramatic turnarounds. Like, I can show you all the results and all the proof and stuff, but why don't you just see it for yourself, you know? If, you, if you're keen to work with me, you want my personal help and attention, there's a video down below which shows you how I get my clients the crazy results, like $35 per email subscriber from like $1 or $2 in the past, in the first 90 days. If you're curious, there's an application and a short video down below which explains like how I do this and uh, all the next steps. So if you're interested, click the link down below in the description and I'll see you over there.